Hi, everyone. It's Landon. I wasn't able to join Sensei Michelle and Sensei Jackie for the recording today on self-control, but I wanted to join in and give you my thoughts. Ever since I joined karate, Sensei Michelle always talked about self-control, and she talked about the different types of self-control and how we can be best at using self-control in our daily life. When I got older, Sensei went into more depth about self-control and what it really means. And I definitely feel that it's built up who I am today because self-control is very important. And I know Sensei Michelle always takes it seriously in the dojo. And as a teacher teaching in the dojo now and helping out, I definitely see the impact that Sensei Michelle has on the students by talking about self-control. I really hope that you guys all enjoy the rerun. It's a great episode. See you next week. This is Wildcat Dojo conversations like we should try to follow Landon and Sensei J. <laughs> That's true, Sensei. Something for people to note here is that not only are we on the show and Landon wasn't able to be there that day, but it is Randy's first appearance even before he became a Sensei. And with that, on with the show. Hi, and welcome to today's episode of Wildcat Dojo Conversations. I'm Sensei Michelle, your host, and today I'm sitting with Sensei Jackie. Hey, everybody. Nice to see you today. And my nephew, Randy, I consider you, even though you're a family member, a good friend. Of course. Hi, I'm Randy. Our topic today is my absolutely favorite thing in karate, self-control. A little background. When I joined karate, the term I was taught was self-discipline. I had to change it because whenever I used the word discipline with my children, they always connotated it to getting in trouble. Even though I would try to explain to them, self-discipline is just self-control. I couldn't get them past the fact that somehow this had to be a bad thing because the word discipline was involved and they had always been taught if they were being disciplined, something bad was happening. So because I used self-control so much over the years, I've really let self-discipline go. Did you even remember that we used to use that word? The other day I remembered that we used to say uh, karate was based on courtesy and discipline. And I thought, wow... We have certainly changed and modernized. Verbiage. Verbiage, yes. I don't remember using discipline at all. See? So it used to be self-discipline. And then, and I still have one of my little flashcards. And if you've ever been in a dojo with me, you know I have everything on flashcards. Yeah. Kids love something they can touch and see. And it would say um, self-discipline is self-control, which means at that time I said being my own policeman. But now I just say stopping yourself from doing something that's going to get you in trouble, but also being courageous enough to do the thing that is scary, but that you really want to do. And that is why it is my favorite thing. Self-control has such a bad rap. Everybody always thinks of it as just that negative of stopping yourself. But it also has that unbelievably positive characteristic. I want to add here that I work on self-control all the time. As a martial artist, if I stop working, I start to atrophy in whatever that trait is, whether it's physicality, memory, courtesy, or whether it's like it is in this case, thinking before the thing happens, organizing as best as possible when possible, and then coming to the thing prepared to adapt to the situation. And that, to me, is what self-control really is. Who would have thunk that it was so many things, right? Right. <laughs> I know. It makes you think, right? Yeah. Because I was thinking how complex it was on the way here. Yeah. Like, it's not one thing. No. It's 
it's it, it intertwined it into just, everything. It isn't just stopping yourself from doing something, no. although sometimes it is that simple. This is how basic my life is. When I always think of stopping myself from doing something, I always think of stopping myself from eating the extra cookie. <laughs> and that second piece of chocolate. <laughs> so self-control is one of the cornerstones of karate. So what you said earlier is true. How you said it was based on self-discipline and courtesy. The three cornerstones of the triangle that I consider karate are courtesy, self-control, and fighting spirit. And just a little addendum, fighting spirit is, of course, that ability to push on into the thing and not give up. Not fighting spirit as in, I'm an angry young man slash woman, right? Yes, yes, yeah. that's it. Yes. I do love triangles. From my vantage point, a lot of things in karate are built on triangles. For example, another triangle is the foundation of karate is kata, sparring, and self-defense. Also a triangle. Now, it's true, we do weapons, and we do all kinds of agility, and we do all kinds of physicality, but that foundation of kata, which we've already defined, sparring, a parent came to me last night and asked me what was kamite. <laughs> of course, it's sparring <laughs> in Japanese, and self-defense is just another example of the triangle. Here's a random list of things that make me respect, admire, want to have, and want to share my love of self-control. I tell the little four-year-old children that I teach that if they can learn to control themselves, then other people won't constantly step in and control them. That works for all of us of all ages. If we can learn a little bit to, again, do that thing that is a little hard, whether it's mow the lawn that day or, in my case, shut up, <laughs> as well as stopping yourself, right? Yes. Yeah. And I think if you... The self-control, if you can, you also control your environment. If you have enough self-control, you control that environment so you can control the negativity. That's exactly oh, where I'm going with it. No, no, you're perfect. Your timing's perfect because that same self-control that stops you from doing something that you're going to get in trouble for, the example I wrote here was cursing, that's the exact same self-control that wills you to take that wonderful, scary chance, be it take a new job, try out for a sports team, or ask somebody on a date. It's a two-sided example of exactly the same skill, and its origin is your chi pocket, which we should put that word on our um, list, but because we will talk about chi in almost every episode. Yeah. Once you realize this, it does feel like a magic power right inside your own body. Chi is also called ki, and it's also called prana, and it was also called the force in the Star Wars movies, so people know a lot about it. And it's also the will to act. And it's also patience. That's a lot of information right there, isn't it? Yeah. And it's located in the lower part of your belly. So if you sit up tall instead of slouching over and you take that breath and you draw it down into your belly, which I know we talked about in the first podcast, you get that breath down into your lower belly. Whenever I'm in a situation where I have anxiety, where I, have, I feel an anxiousness, the first thing I do is drop that air down into my cheek pocket in that calming experience, like you were saying, in a negative situation. That calmness and that centering allows you to make the choice that changes your reality, maybe not the people around you, because if they don't want to stop being negative, you can't make them. In some instances, I think with that self-control, you can redirect them, because you can. If the more self-control you have, the more you can control the situation, because you're, like, you're aware of yourself. The more you're aware of what you're feeling, you can, like, if somebody's, like, complain, 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 and you can be like, I'm not going to interrupt them. Let them get this out. And then you add, like, you know, maybe a funny tidbit and, like, exactly. redirect the energy. But you have that self-control of not be like, 
yeah, yeah, and then this happened to me. Exactly, not carrying on with it. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think if it was like 10 years ago when you and I did the thing where every time we went into a store where the salesperson checking you out was grumpy, Yes, we would measure how long it took us to turn their mood around. That's I did what that, Jackie and I did, I did, that did today the did that today. It's it's a fun and it's a really good use of the skills because it hones your skills. And I, and it makes somebody's day a little better too. There's a great chapter in my self-defense book about chi. And it's about how to build chi. So if you want to look up my self-defense book on Amazon, the spelling of my last name, in case you don't know this, is D as in David, A-R, B as in boy, R-O. And my self-defense book is called Self-Defense, a Common Sense Approach. Yes. And um, the whole last chapter is dedicated to how to build your chi. And I think that's one of the best parts of that book because that's one of the things they don't talk about in women's self-defense is how to make yourself act when you're going, holy cow, because things went so poorly. Well, and how to react in a situation where you don't know how you're going to react. You might just shut down. You don't know. Well, that's a, a podcast because Ooh. I like to play what-if games. Ooh. And there, you're, before you're more prepared for that situation. Actually, we talk about that a lot in the dojo, is how you should play, what if this happens, what if that happens, so you're more prepared for those situations. Which is kind of part of self-control. Like, you got to think, how is my brain going to react? I don't know, but let me try to think how I would think. I think of my brain as an unruly toddler. It's got a lot of intelligence, but it actually flits from thing to thing with no, you can't even see how it segued. And then I think of my heart as this gigantic emotional thing. And by emotions, I don't just mean, you know, love and crying. Also, anger is a huge emotion and it's a huge distraction for getting things done. So the chi is the referee. It mm. brings them back on the team and gets the job done. Without the chi, they have no referee, so they have no way to push on. They just mm. randomly live in there battling each other like a old um, episode of Mork and Mindy when Mork realized he had emotions. You should um, look that one up oh, on YouTube, right? I haven't seen Mork and Mindy. I've seen maybe an episode. Anyway, yeah, I'm really dating myself there, but there's probably a more modern one that does it. I don't have any recollection of it, though. You'll, you'll let me know. I mean, and you know what? You listeners can let me know. They've done it in Star Trek, The Next Generation with Data, because he, oh, yeah. he found emotions. That's right. But that's also kind of dated at this point, too. But everybody still watches Star Trek who loves yeah, it. Yeah, because it's still on Netflix. When I realized that summoning power from the inside to take an action or to take no action, when all that lived inside of me at all times, I really jumped at the chance to play with it, to tap it, to understand it, and through trial and error, to become better at feeling more in control of the little bit of space that is under my control. And that space, if you stretch your hands out in front of you like you're Frankenstein's monster, isn't this how he holds his arms? From your fingertips back, that's the space that you control. From my fingertips out to where Sensei Jackie's sitting, I have absolutely no control over that. And that is something that really, really makes a difference. And so that experiment that I took hold of, and this was decades ago, literally, don't you think, Jack? I think so. Yeah. Like before the new millennium, yes. I was on a quest to understand this for myself and to really take hold of it and to really try to change my environment, like you were saying, Randy, by changing just me mm. and understanding that self-control isn't just about denying myself, but it's also... I don't know if I want this word, liberating Yes, a part of me, letting it come out and do things and be things that it might be too shy or too fearful to do. Another more simpler word could be reward. Yeah, but, you know, I like that word. It's a simple reward of like, 
you know, you controlled yourself. You you deny maybe you denied yourself this, but you're you're you know you go out and do it at a separate place, and that's where it's better. I I would agree with that. Yes. Going back to how you work on your chi real quick. Obviously, the first thing is to breathe down into your chi pocket and therefore kind of wake it up because maybe the distractions of life and the busyness and the slouching, it became kind of dormant in that moment. And so you want to bring it back to life. Hopefully, you keep your chi pocket at all times engaged, but let's be realistic. That may or may not always happen, right? That's right. Mm -hmm. By breathing in, it gives you that split second that you can think, is there action here or is no action better? You know when I use that a lot? When people say something sarcastic to me. I always take a beat. Well, I shouldn't use the words always and never. So I'll go always except for that one time I forget and then there's a little problem. In made up percentage, 97% of the cases. I remember to take that breath before the action. And then I, I can either just ignore it or kind of redirect it like you were talking about and like we do to small children or just laugh it off. Well, I have the opposite thing with sarcasm of I'm more often I find myself being like, no, I shouldn't say that. I'm going to bite my tongue, save it for later, say it to a friend, but what I'm say it out loud. But what I'm saying here is if, if the person's being sarcastic to you and you take a minute rather than just having an instant knee-jerk reaction, if it's only a thought, it's not as powerful as mm-hmm. if it comes from your chi pocket. If yeah. you take that breath and you engage your chi pocket, then you didn't, you didn't default to the easier thing. So as not to make a fight, you chose an action of no action, which is a real karate thing. That's a real karate saying. I think that's the way I want to say it. Action of no action. Write that one down and we'll look it up and see if I have if I have a better way to say that. Okay. That's an actual saying everywhere. The big exception here is when you're blindsided and your life is threatened. Hmm. There's no thinking time there. By the time you're deep into saving your own life you hopefully engaged your chi pocket for strength and for perseverance. But at that point, it's seriously physical. And it's not a a mind game in any sense of the word. So your self-control does come into play because you want to push all the distractions out of your head and stay focused on the act of saving your own life. And therefore, you want all the time your chi pocket to be involved. You want it to be your habit that every single time there's any kind of a situation be it benign or seriously aggressive, you engage your chi pocket by breathing down into it. But in that situation, you don't have that extra second to think. In women's self-defense, I sometimes say if the confrontation is in front of you and not behind you, and they're using intimidating language, you actually have a second. You actually could drop your air down into your belly, breathe, and do my favorite thing in the world. Try to, I, I want to say it in a way where I don't cuss, so out-talk them. some of the ones Jackie and I have used in the past are does your mother know where you're at or haven't we met before so I'm going to say this a second time because I think it's important when somebody is taunting you and that does happen Mm. there's a lot of bullies out there even in adult world the teenagers don't believe that people try to bully us (laughs) they're trying to get a reaction an external reaction on an ego-based level the chi line will inform me just to smile through the situation Pat it on the head and send it off to bed. Don't engage it because it's not worth my power line. And that is a hard lesson because the ego always wants to jump in and play to show the other person who you probably don't even know that well. If you knew them that well, they wouldn't be like that. Yeah, exactly. So by engaging that chi line, you give yourself the opportunity to treat it like what it is. 
And what that is is completely unimportant. And that same line, that same chi line, in a true emergency, steps forward and gives you the strength and the courage to do what it takes. And that doesn't just mean the physical fight emergency. It could be anything. A fire. We have a lot of emergencies in the world these days, right? Too many. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think so far? I think that if I could have any superpower, I would take the superpower of self-control. Because I would be able to um, do well in any situation into which I was thrown. Well, see, you do have that, so you're lucky. Well, we're not going to talk about fake superpowers because we'll be here all day going, oh, I want this one, I want this one, oh, that's a good one, right? Oh, yeah. Any last words on this subject, Ryan? Uh, I mean, when I was told I was doing the podcast, I, could, I just tried to think about when I do self-control, which is constant. It's constant, constant. Yeah. All day at work, driving home, going into a store, everywhere I go, I got to use some form of self-control. You know, one we didn't bring up that I love and have worked on again for decades is tone of voice. Oh, yeah. Will you make oh, a yeah. note for me? And we'll do that as a separate thing because that we can make that into a short one day because I don't think it'll it'll fill a 15 or 20 minutes. But boy, there's a lot there, isn't there? Because uh, you use that during the day. I, I, tone of voice and just body language of and posturing body because oh, if, you co- if, you come, if you come at somebody aggressive, they're going to come at you aggressive. So you got to come at soft. That's right. Even if you're, even if they're doing something that's just driving you up a wall, grabbing all over you. You just got to be like, come on, man. Can we just stop? Probably just good stop? to note here that Randy works with special needs. So sometimes <laughs> oh, yeah. they are a little more touchy than they'd get away with <laughs> yeah. in regular public school. Much more touchy. But that reminds me of what one of the things that Master Collegian used to say all the time, which is soft overcomes hard. And it does. And people would always question him like that doesn't make any sense and he would always use the example of water on a rock you don't see it but the grand canyon is there so it's a really really cool thing to take note of again we'll come back to that we did get back to softness and water in our element episodes there were five episodes in the summer of 2020 if you specifically want to hear about water search out our july 27th 2020 episode. It's called Water, the Element of Life. I want to thank Landon for adding to this episode. That was fun. Yes. Randy for being on the original. And of course, you, Sensei Jackie. You are certainly welcome, Sensei. But before we close, let's tell them how to get in touch with us. Okay. First, can we do it? Honor Athletics, of course. You know, it just isn't the same without Landon, is it? No, it's not. So Honor Athletics is our sponsor, and they're awesome. And their telephone number is 770-945-5150. And you know what? You can text Cynthia at that number. Oh, that would be such a good idea. That's how I order. Uh, We text back and forth. It makes life simple. I say, do you have this? She says, sure, Michelle. What size? (laughs) Love your old school. You can go on the web, honorathletics.com. So, of course, say Wildcat Dojo when you check out for your 10% discount, and to give us a little credit for sending you there. And thank you for that. Yes, yes. Now, when we made this episode back in 2019, we were not as web savvy as we are now. Is that that a real word? It is now. All right. We're at Wildcat Dojo on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, and our webpage is called Wildcat Dojo. And our Instagram is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. And our email is, of course, dojoconversations at AOL.com. If you're that old school. Some of us are. I am. I like email. 
All right, guys, that's it. Thanks for listening. And with that, both Sensei Jackie and I are signing off. Thanks for being here. Hope you join us again on Wildcat Dojo Conversations.